0: I am a super grateful person, but I'm here today to tell you that gratitude alone is not enough when it comes to making a huge success of your purpose-led side hustle and really getting your business into orbit. Listen up to find out exactly what I'm talking about. Welcome, welcome to this episode of the Resign and Shine podcast. It is fantastic to have you here again. Thank you so much for listening every week and for getting to be part of this conversation. I absolutely love creating this podcast for you. I'm Lucy Orton. If you haven't listened before, I'm a positive psychology coach, and I'm also an expert in getting women out of self-sabotage and out of procrastination and into success and transformation with their purpose-led businesses so that they can change their lives and move away from the juggle of a corporate job with a side hustle into being the empowered CEO of Their main success story. So, hello, how are you? In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about a topic which I absolutely love, it's gratitude. But I'm going to have a slightly different slant on it today and I hope you'll come along for the ride and bear with me because I guess I'm gonna throw a bit of shade on the idea of gratitude being a massive saviour, you know, something that is going to completely transform your life on its own because I really don't think it has that power and especially not when it comes to progressing your amazing businesses. It's going to take a bit more than gratitude, and that really isn't going to be enough on its own for you to progress to exactly where you want to be and where you deserve to be as talented, fantastic women. Today's program is going to be broken down into several parts as usual. I'm going to start off with a little discussion of gratitude what it's about, what's good about it, where its limitations might be. And then I'm going to move on to something extra that I believe you need to add into your gratitude practice or your thoughts around feeling grateful to really help progress you forward with your business dreams. I'm also going to talk about how we as women have been perhaps overtrained in feeling grateful, and how we can move on from that and instead start to ask for a little more, ask for extra, and ask for what we are worth. Because I feel that is something where women can feel held back and keep playing small. It's something I definitely see with my clients. And finally, I'm going to be talking to you about how I recommend my clients integrate gratitude practices into their daily mindset work um, with a short exercise I'll describe at the end. So without further ado, let's get going. Now, as I said, I'm going to throw some shade on gratitude as a kind of bandage for all ills in terms of our mindset. But I do love it. I love being grateful. I love thinking about uh, this topic as something which can be a real gatekeeper for our positive well-being. And I am a certified positive psychology coach, as you know. And the field of positive psychology is all centred around the fact that it, it studies and works with what is right with us. It doesn't work with any pathologies, it doesn't look at problems that we might have in our psychology. Instead, it looks at what is right with us, what is going well, and how we can use those parts of our personality and those parts of our thinking to improve our lives even further so I you know this is my absolute passion in life I love this subject matter and historically gratitude has been a big part of positive psychology and there have has been many studies around the world which show the benefit of for example a simple gratitude list so if you're not familiar that is at the end of each day, writing down three things that you're grateful for. And this is just one practice. There are many variations on this. And this definitely can be linked to increased well-being and increased well-being scores when it's been measured in research and academically, it really has shown to have good results. However, These effects can also be temporary um, because people will keep going with a gratitude list for a certain amount of time and it may have a continuing effect for a period of time after that, but inevitably they might go back into their old ways. And for me, that really um, makes the point that with all mindset work, we have to treat it as an ongoing process, as something that we work on continually and that we don't just let fall by the wayside. And it needs to be something that works very much on an individual level. And this is something I work on one-to-one with my clients because everyone is different. Everyone has different ways of operating and different methods work better for some people in terms of managing their mindset than others. So I am not a fan of a one-size-fits-all approach to mindset work. I like to look at the client in front of me and really see how we can work within their own specific experiences, their own needs, and their own lifestyle, really, to make sure that this really does work for them as an individual. And with that in mind, in today's episode, you're gonna get some really good insights, some tips, and some ideas for how to challenge your thinking on gratitude and how to work with other elements of your mindset. As ever, on the Resign and Shine podcast, but if you would like to go a step further and see how we could work together and get you into that mindset of the empowered CEO of your purpose-led business, then please do book a call with me. The link as ever is in the show notes, or you can just type calendly.com forward slash Lucy Orton to apply to book onto a clarity call and see how we might work together. Because obviously what I can do one-on-one with my clients is very, different to what I can summarise and discuss in the podcast. So let's move on today though to the rest of our discussion. And as I said, I love gratitude. It absolutely has a place. But it's not enough on its own, especially for you guys, because you are really wanting to zoom off into orbit with what you're doing. You've got high ambitions. And interestingly enough, the word ambition is going to be key here. So I had been planning to do a podcast on gratitude for a few weeks. And then I was listening to the new Brene Brown podcast called Dare to Lead, and she was interviewing a person who may not be super famous in the UK but I think is very well known in the US and her name is Abby Wambach. She is an Olympian, she's an amazing soccer or football player and she's now an activist and a spokesperson for all sorts of amazing leadership initiatives and other uh, elements. She's fantastic and I'm now reading her book which is called Wolfpack and I would highly recommend it. It's all about coming together, unleashing our collective power and changing the game, changing the rules of life which is all subject matters that I absolutely love. Anyway it was a great interview and I highly recommend it and what they were talking about was Abby's experiences as she came out of being a professional footballer in the States and she had retired at the age of like 35 or something pretty young and she had gone to an award ceremony and been honoured for her amazing achievements. And she was being honoured alongside some male soccer players whose names have completely escaped me, but it's not important. Um, And anyway, she realised that she felt super grateful while she was there as she had done throughout her whole amazing career, where she'd had the privilege to play in fantastic teams experienced the highs and lows of being an Olympian and doing extremely well, being at the absolute pinnacle of her success and her ability. But she realised when she was there that the men that she was standing alongside who had also recently retired had a massive difference when it came to their lifestyle and it came to what they were going to do next. She realised that they were absolutely financially successful and financially free because of the amazing packages and salaries they'd achieved throughout their working life. And in comparison, she wasn't. She'd been paid well, but not life-changing, life-altering amounts of money. And she certainly knew that, She needed to create a new career for herself. She wasn't able to just kind of rest on her laurels and enjoy the retirement that her male counterparts were about to enjoy. And what she realised here was that perhaps she had spent too much time feeling grateful to be part of the soccer scene, feeling grateful to have a career which enabled her to do exactly what she loved and was amazing at, and perhaps not enough time being ambitious about what that meant for her as a person, as well as ambitious for her team and her team's results. Um, So she really started to question whether she had been too grateful, (laughs) which seems like a strange concept in today's day and age, where we're encouraged to be really, really grateful. But I think it's incredibly powerful, the message that she has in this, um, in her book and in this interview. And she created a call to the wolf pack, which is what I'm going to read to you now about this exact issue. So she said, be grateful, but do not just be grateful. Be grateful and brave, be grateful and ambitious, be grateful and righteous, be grateful and persistent, be grateful and loud, be grateful for what you have and demand what you deserve. And I thought that was incredibly powerful and incredibly relevant to my clients who often have Good situation going on. They've got good jobs, they've got a side hustle that is doing well, that is achieving, and that is working. But they want something more, and perhaps in some part of their brain, they have a voice saying, Be grateful for what you've got, don't ask for too much more, don't be too ambitious or ungrateful. And I think this is something which is really important for us to unpick, particularly as women, because we do have to demand what we deserve and we can ask for more. We can play bigger. But often, our whole lives, we have been telling ourselves the exact opposite. And when we marry gratitude with ambition, we can start to unpick some of those stories. And we can start to create a place and a space for ourselves and for our businesses and for our potential that recognises that the two sides of the coin can exist at the same time. And just as an aside, this is something I talk about with my clients. I talk about getting happy with the messy middle, getting happy with the shades of grey, because life is not black and white. You don't have to be in a constant state of gratitude. That means that you hold yourself back from asking for more. You absolutely can be grateful and as I said right at the beginning of this podcast I am such a grateful person and I really pride myself on that and on being able to recognise the good in what I have and what I'm doing but you can do it at the same time as being ambitious. So by that I mean you can be grateful for what you have You can be grateful for the privileges that you have in life, and these vary from person to person, from group of people to group of people. So, for example, I know that I have privileges as a white woman, but I know that I have the opposite of privileges as a woman because this is a world that has been created for men. So I recognize both of those things go together. Um, I also recognise I have the privilege of a warm house and food on the table that some people simply don't have in this day and age, and I'm incredibly grateful for that also. I'm also extremely grateful for my skills and my talents and the things that I can do and the zone of genius that I can reside in, which leads me to work, which I absolutely love. So I have all of those things. And I know that my clients approach their own gratitude in a similar way. I have clients who often come to me and say things like, I actually have a really nice life. And they're almost apologizing that they could possibly be looking for something on top of that. They feel almost a little bit bad about it. But actually what I try and do is give them the freedom to understand and recognize themselves that they can also, they can believe that, but they can also say And this is not enough right now. I am still growing. I am still moving forward. I still want to progress in my life, in my business, in my lifestyle. And I am not quite satisfied where I am. So it's not to say anything massively negative about the position that they may be in, although some clients do come to me with more of an urgency to get out of a situation that they're in, but it doesn't have to be that way. You can have absolute gratitude and absolute ambition. And as I said earlier, this really can bring up some strange feelings for women because we have been told our whole lives to be happy if we can balance having it all in inverted commas. Even that phrase, having it all, which so many of us (laughs) have massive questions with, it has a sense of, you know, you've got it all, just, you know, pipe down and don't make any, any major complaints because look how much, better life is for you as a woman in 2020 than it was for a woman in the 1950s or the 1960s or whenever we're comparing uh, our, our current situation with. I think this has specific resonance for some of my clients who are still in their corporate roles and who are juggling the nine to five with their side hustle, but who are absolutely sure that they want to leave the nine to five behind. It can stir up feelings that they should be grateful with their lot. And they, even though they may have been very ambitious within their careers, suddenly it can feel a little bit wrong to them to want something more or something different, especially if they are in a role that has a lot of kudos attached to it. So something high-flying, something that has involved a lot of study or training, uh, something where they are operating at the higher echelons of businesses. And this can really make some of my clients worry, I think, that why would I throw this away? And when they ask me that, I sometimes say to them, if they're having a wobble, well, why would you? And they can easily tell me exactly why it is that they want to make their own business their main success story, and why they want to move away and out of corporate into a world of autonomy, of financial freedom, and potential to over-earn, actually, compared to what they earn in corporate, and also to have that strong sense of purpose and mission in what they do every day. So when we dig into that question, the answer becomes quite clear. But I do think, again, that the the feeling that we should be happy with our lot can rear its ugly head in terms of that existence in the corporate world and getting ready to Jump and shift into a more unknown existence of being in the world of entrepreneurship. So that draws to a close my discussion of gratitude. And the issues that I have with some elements of gratitude practice, because I really think it can, especially in the case of women, sometimes end up holding us back to put all our eggs into the gratitude basket. You know, I really think it's something that we should do and practice and be, but also it shouldn't be at the exclusion of other types of uh, mindset practice and other types of questioning and wondering how could this be better? How can I improve my lot? I'm really happy with X, Y, and Z in my life and in my business, but actually I could improve on Uh, A, B and C. (laughs) I forgot all my letters then, forgot the whole alphabet. But yeah, when we can kind of think, how can I make things better? And how can I get from an eight out of 10 to a nine or a 10 out of 10 in terms of what I'm doing every day? And back at the beginning of the podcast, I said that I would offer a small gratitude activity that some of my clients like to partake in. And that is that you can indeed create a list of say three things or five things every day. But what I like to encourage my clients to do is to really own those elements. So to instead of just thinking of three things that they're grateful for, I ask them to think of three achievements, which can be big, tiny, or somewhere in the middle, and to celebrate those. And I will be talking about celebrating your wins in a future podcast episode. But I encourage them to really put themselves into their processing and into their thinking when they write down or record on their phone or however they are using this activity and and there's lots of different approaches to it to really think about the part that they played so that they are constantly remembering their own agency, their superpower, which is their locus of control and really putting themselves in the picture and into the driving seat of their own lives. And I do this by, and I do this by asking them, first of all, to write out what the achievement was, whether it was a great achievement or a small achievement or a medium-sized achievement. Then I ask them to write down what they would say if an amazing friend was celebrating the same achievement. If a really, really close friend was was standing in front of them and saying, I did this today and I'm proud of myself how would they respond how would they react so they put themselves into that uh, position of being an encouraging lovely kind friend to themselves and finally I say to them to list out what skills what strengths and what courage did this achievement show and for different achievements different acts of daring or acts of um bravery or whatever it was, the list will be longer or shorter. Sometimes it may be just a small act, so the list may be quite concise, and other times there may be a really full roster of skills and strengths and acts of courage for them to list down. So this is what I ask my clients to do. They really love this activity. It's something that we do over a number of weeks and we work on together and it can be a brilliant conversation starter for our future coaching sessions. So I think that that really takes the uh, gratitude list onto a different level. It gets you really putting yourself front and centre in what you're doing and not looking at gratitude like something that passively happens to you or just already exists in your life. It marries it together, as I said before, with being ambitious, being brave and trying new things and taking those next steps in your business and to create that life that you so want for yourself. So I hope today's episode has been really useful. I hope that you have enjoyed it and I really look forward to speaking to you next Wednesday at the same time for another episode of the Resign and Shine podcast. And to remind you, if you'd like to work with me on a one-to-one basis, you can apply to do so by signing up for a clarity call and the details are in the show notes. Alongside, I will also put the details on of uh, the Abbey Oneback book and the. Brene Brown podcast that I referenced. But if you would like to book a clarity call, please do so. And we can talk about how I help my clients push past self-sabotage and into a fantastic mindset that really helps them become that empowered CEO and turn that side hustle into their full-time success story so that you can really marry together your ambition and your gratitude. I look forward to seeing you next week and until then, take care. Bye for now.